Welcome to the Evolution Exchange Nordics podcast. At Evolution, we are committed to helping people and Nordics tech organizations realize their potential. Our global goal is to develop deep relationships with individuals, building trust to make doing business easier. I'm Jacob Biley from Evolution Recruitment Solutions and today I'll be your host. Uh, today I'm joined uh, by a lovely panel. Um, we've got Silva, uh, Sekran, uh, sh- uh, she is, was a chief uh, customer success officer at DataTalk. We've got Alicia Affelt, uh, she is head of product at CabinLine. And finally, we've got um, Melody Mahadori, she is also head of product at uh, Telia, uh, senior project manager at Telia, sorry. Um, and uh, yeah, before we dive del- delve deeper into this topic, um, we'll work our way around the room with some introductions. I'd love to know uh, who you are, uh, what you do, and uh, what your biggest passion is currently. So, uh, Silva, why don't you kick us off? Um, yeah, so a uh, short introduction of my background. Um, I have been, a, I started as a developer a short time of period. Uh, it wasn't really my cup of tea, so I went into team lead, project management, um, and lastly, I was, as you mentioned, um, chief customer success officer, a uh, bit of a fancy name, uh, but I was in the um, management community in a startup uh, where we develop our own platform, so I was in charge in the beginning of the product um, team, and then I went into um, the management of the company uh, where we take in new customers and then uh, existing customers as well to do upsell uh, and to keep them in the platform or in the company. Fantastic. Thank you, Silva. Um, Melody, would you like to go next? Sure. Um, well, um, I've been at Telia since 99, so there quite some time. Uh, started there right after university, went into product uh, management where uh, I um, uh, I was there about for six uh, six years. After that, I. Uh, uh, I understood that I'm a, a structure fascist, so uh, I went into project management, and there I've been for the last 18 years. So, uh, and uh, the last 10 years, I've been uh, focusing on large, complex projects, which are very high prioritized. And I'm usually the fifth or sixth project manager, so I'm into and delivering the projects that they need to to be delivered so that's what i've been doing and the last years i've been uh, the last year here i've been working on uh, within totally different area within uh, security and um, priority control so that's what i'm doing right now fantastic thank you melody and then finally um alicia would you like to let us know a little bit about yourself yeah, so I have uh, a background uh, within finance. I've been doing um, 
quite a lot of different things and been in different industries. Uh, but the past five years, I've been at uh, Cab Online. Uh, and um, for the last three or four years, I've been within IT. Uh, best decision I ever made to, to switch and do something else, something new. I think it's fantastic. It's fun. And I've had the honor of uh, re rebuilding the Cab Online uh, IT product team, uh, which uh, is still ongoing. And uh, yeah, it's been a fun, fun journey. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that, Alicia. Hi, everyone. This is Chris Bennett here, the Nordics Managing Director here at Evolution. We're committed to doing recruitment in a different way that adds value to both our clients and candidates by providing you with amazing speakers and leading edge discussions on what's going on in the tech scene at the moment. There are three reasons why you should contact me. If you would like to speak on a future podcast, if you are interested in hiring awesome tech data, product or gaming freelancers for your business, or if you are looking for an exciting new organization to work with, please get in touch. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope to hear from you soon. Please enjoy the rest of the podcast. So yeah, now that we've sort of established a context to each of you, um, we'll move on to, you know, the, the, the topic of, of focus today. Obviously today um, we're going to be discussing uh, building diverse and inclusive tech teams. Obviously as all women panel as well, it'll be really interesting to, to get to know your perspectives on how you guys build your team um, individually uh, at each one of your companies. Um, but yeah, like, like as usual listeners, uh, I'll sort of work my way around the room asking each panel member to sort of pose a question and, and the reasons behind why you guys chose that question is always a really interesting, um, way of, 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 of accessing, um, your, your, your thought. Um, each one of you will obviously have the opportunity to give your take on the situation and, and equally, um, every, everybody's sort of welcome to add to what other, everybody else has said. So I guess we'll start with, uh, with, with Melody. Obviously, I'd love to sort of know how do you know that, you know, when you're building team, that the, the person or the people coming into your team are going to be the right fit? Yes, exactly. And uh, do you want me to elaborate on that? I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess you sort of you sort of tell us why you thought this would be uh, a good uh, question to bring to the podcast, and uh, and also let us know your thoughts as the as the answer as well. Yeah, well, you know, working in a project, um, usually when you have large projects, you obviously want the best resources in the company, and uh, working in a big company, you have that opportunity to pick and choose. Sometimes, sometimes you don't. Uh, but uh, I have, uh, you know, been working as a project manager. I've always, I always trust on people. I, I, I really do have that in mind that I need to sort of uh, trust the the person that I'm being, I, I, that is working with me. So. Um, but sometimes it's really important that you are, you make some controls in that procedure, um, uh, just to, to make sure that you have the right person into the team. Because, um, since like you have, uh, there are a rather critical, uh, uh roles in, in, in a project and, like one of them is 
for instance, um, test manager or sub-project manager. These are the roles that, you know, can can um, make the project. Y- you might need to restart the project. So with that said, um, I have experience of um, a resource taken in uh, externally. And I thought that um, I just tr- trusted the 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 process. And I shouldn't have. I, I should have sort of made smaller controls about how well prepared that person was. Uh, since the projects I lead are rather, you know, important and it's always time critical. So uh, making those small controls maybe can uh, contribute um, for you to succeed or not to succeed. So that's what I've experienced, really. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I guess sort of like just to follow up from that, um, how, like when when you're when you're like bringing in the next employee, is there certain uh, characteristics that you're looking for? Is it um, maybe something that that you look for specifically within everybody, a universal characteristic or is it role dependent? Um, if you're bringing in somebody in data, you'd like them to be a certain way. If you're bringing in somebody in, um, I don't know, UX, for example, you'd like them to be a certain way. Or is there characteristics that sort of match for it or are needed for everybody? Well, first of all, I think it's really important to love what you do as a person. You need to be engaged and and dedicated as a resource. And, and you can see that when you work with people most uh, uh, commonly is that uh, the, the energy, you, you can feel the energy. But also, of course, there are, I mean, the projects that I have been uh, leading have been so diverse in in that context that you have I have you know network people I have marketing people I have uh, customer service people I have um, requirement people I have IT people so and everyone is like their characters you know they have to be within certain areas and you have to be uh, you need to I think that you need to meet the person where they are and see if there are good qualifications or if they are dedicated. But that is the first step. And then um, in this case, in this particular case that that I have experienced, I I didn't have that possibility. So it was... uh, it was externally, so I had no um, no chance to be in the process. But then I I think I should have sort of asked him some controls about uh, um, experience or what have what have you been doing uh, you know in, in the past when it when it comes to testing because this was an out of scope out of box solution so it was really complex and we needed some someone who had expertise so to say absolutely yeah and 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 and, and silver I, I see that you've sort of raised your hand would you like to you know uh, add to, to something that that melody has said there on mute <laughs> now you can hear me perfect uh, it was more a question melody but you just answered that 
and my question was, you mentioned at the beginning you do some controls, and I was more curious, how do you do that? Um, but I guess if you, you meant um, experience before, how they have dealt with, with some, some things, or uh, if they get requirements, how do they go about that, and things like that. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. And also, um, I think the first step is to see the, the person in front of you needs to be curious and, and open and alert, of course. And also, when you have specific, um, if it's a specific project within specific areas, of course, it would be good to see if they have any kind of um, knowledge about how to go about and uh, or at least want wanting to go wanting you know to do the job so I never had that choice so that's really important I think perfect and Alicia yourself what 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 do you value most when um, when assigning resources to your projects is it experience is it attitude is it both um, I think it's um, it's a combination of those two. I I, I rarely judge people uh, based on you know um, uh, like um, I don't judge people. I just I just try to usually when I uh, get people into the project, I talk about the project, the scope, uh, what we're aiming to do, the the um, uh, yeah how do you say it um the issues that we might have um the kind of problems we will meet how do you think you can handle those uh but also just really uh the approach from the person is is um really important for me i think and some people like within the networks you know people are introvert <laughs> And uh, um, everyone has their personality, and I never judge that. And I had this project. I had one uh, one of the projects that I had that I'm really really proud of is was so technical that I I I really got a headache every time they talked about the the technical details. And even the the technical specialist, it was the first project within IP. V6 and we were the first project and and um uh, the the experts when they started talking about it I I was like oh my god I cannot understand a thing they're saying and I was I panicked you know because I was thinking I am supposed to understand what they need to do but I don't what I really needed to do was to understand uh what is it that normal people needs to understand or the specific area in the project what is it that they need to understand within the in it within the technical part so i had to interpret uh, do you understand what i'm saying so it was like um it's all about the people i think it's all about the resources they are the one that but but you're you're also a facilitator so the way the culture you you send out and the values you have within the project that makes you um, success, successful or not. That's my point, really. Did I answer your question? Perfect. Yeah, and 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 I guess sort of 
like I guess sort of to, to continue with that I mean is there any sort of like different approaches that, that either uh, uh, Sylvia yourself or, or Alicia um, that you would you would take you know maybe when like bringing in the a, a new team member how is there is there a, a, a method that you follow to, to ensure that the people you're bringing in are going to be the right fit for your team uh well, uh, it depends, but I mean, I agree with uh, almost everything you mentioned, Melody, and uh, especially when you said the expert talk about the things that they know and they expect everyone else to actually understand that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, communication is key, I would say, and being clear about your expectations um, I mean, what to expect and, and what they can expect from you as well. That's also very important to bring out. And then this inclusiveness that, um, Melde, as you mentioned, um, everyone has different personalities. And in, in tech world, and especially where I come from, when it comes to software development, you have a lot of introverts. Yes. So you need to, you know, bring them, bring their thoughts and ideas and uh, maybe ask them to, you know, explain something, but also stop because <laughs> the explanation can, you know, never end and things like that. But I mean, yeah, again, clarity, communication, and then being maybe more extra clear of expectations. Um, those are just, you know, um, among a lot of things that you need to have on the table, of course. And, and Alicia, for you, more of the same? Yeah, I think um, like I, I agree with you both, um, but also what I tend to do when I recruit people, uh, whether it be consultants or uh, employees, is that uh, uh, I think we are only human. Um, and uh, for me, it's important to have other people involved in the process as well. So depending on the role and who you are going to work with, to get people with different perspectives and different personalities in the interviews, because uh, I might get biased. I'm only human. And so might uh, my employees uh, be if they're helping me in a process. So I think... Um, just to get the like different perspectives on the candidates that you have, I think is important. Um, and also when it uh, comes to communication, I think it's very important for myself being a tech newbie of sorts uh, to say that I don't understand this. Um, like, can you please explain it to me? Like be open with what you don't know and what you don't know, I think is, is also important. People are often eager to help. It's what I found. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for that. Um, thank you so much for bringing that question to the to the table, Melody. I mean, that sparked up quite a lot of conversation. Um, I guess we can sort of move on to our next panel members' question, and and I think it kind of it kind of leads on quite nicely, actually, to to, to your question, Silver. It, um, obviously, you've uh, you've you've sort of asked, you know, how do we create an inclusive um, environment for our teams and and mindset within our teams? You know, and, and, and then if you do succeed with that, uh, you know, in what ways um, do, does that change the output of, of projects? It, yes. Um, so this was to, you know, have a conversation and to debate about it as we do now. And I'm also more, I ask this question because I'm also curious of how you guys have done that. Because I have tried different, not sort of different methods throughout the years of, of when I want to create teams. Um, 
what's the key for us to be successful? Um, and actually, what is success to begin with? I mean, it depends on what kind of um, company we work in, what kind of, you know, um, goals they have in general, and then the teams and so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, to go back to the question, um, I'm not sure if I want to say what I have found through the years or if we can <laughs> start debating about it. But, well, all right. So maybe I can mention some things that I have found and then we can, you know, uh, please let me know uh, what you have found or if you agree or not. Um, so if I can summarize it, uh, we can talk about this forever. I, I really love this uh, this topic. Um, but, um, well, as you mentioned, Alice, we are all we're human beings and we need to remember that because we tend to forget it. And we have requirements from above and then we have requirements on our team and so forth. So sometimes we just, you know, have this vision and we forget that. Well, why are we here and how can we get everyone together to go towards the same goal? Um, and the thing that I've tried in the beginning um, is that I want everyone to get along. And it doesn't mean that we have to agree or like each other. But we have to respect each other at work to make sure that we can agree on how to go about our work or our things. And in the beginning, I forced people to hang out. <laughs> um, it, I can't. I could actually do that uh, up until recently. I'm not sure it's because of COVID, but something shifted, and I had hard time to <laughs> forcing people to to you know. Um, and hang out because I thought if we do hang out, if we get to know each other, that's sort of the first key to um, be able to, uh, you know, ask if, if people of things or if we don't know, find our way, we can, you know, um, don't be afraid of actually talking to each other and, and asking for help and uh, admitting that, well, I don't know how to do this. Can you help me or can we sit together and brainstorm and so forth? Um, but then me as a leader, I also need to show um, which way to go or at least make room for people to to be able to feel um, inclusive. And how do we do that? Um, making myself vulnerable, I thought I've seen that that could also trigger people to, um, you know, be be able to reach out and say, well, yeah, I don't know how to do this, or I have a question, or I have a thought. Um, and then, Melody, you mentioned trust. Um, it, but then we have to communicate that we are all here, and I trust you doing your job, but then you have to let me know if you can't do it, and then we can figure it out together. And, and showing that this is a safe place, um, and we are here together to do this together. So let's, you know, um, agree on, 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 on some points that we will sort of shake hands and say, yes, we respect this thing. I will try to go buy it. And if I can, then I'm here to help you out because it's my job as a leader. Um, yes, Melody. I just want to, um, I just want to let you know that, um, I totally agree with you. Uh, that's why also I, I adore project management because it's so structured and it's so 
like boxed in and you know exactly what you need to do if you have a good uh, sponsor. And uh, just to give you my perspective on how I go about, if you want to know, is uh, that I we have this method method in within project management which is called work breakdown structure, where you I don't know if you know about it, but where you uh, kind of uh, divide the scope in parts and. Uh, uh, look into who, what parts are they done? What, what are the parts that are involved? Uh, who is doing, who are involved in those parts? Who will start? Uh, when will, when, when is the second one? Who will do that? How much time? What are the risks? And this, um, this work, will make people talk usually when i when i start off my project i have also a kick kick off where i um uh, go through the scope what are we going to what are our goals what are we aiming to do to produce or do whatever and then also i try to mix it with like values within the project like setting kind of a culture what is okay what is not okay, like, you know, um, uh, how you, how you act towards each other, like ground rules, really. But I also make them, um, make them be personal. So one of my, one of my, uh, one of the tasks I had was that, okay, I want you to introduce yourself. Tell me your background and tell me also something that you are very proud of and also something uh, that no one else knows. Uh, surprise me. And when people, you know, like one of the, uh, some of the guys, one guy, he just, he gave, he said that he was like, um, I love to watch birds. And, uh, you know, these kind of things, like small things, make people connect and talk. The other one was uh, he loved Amstaff dogs. So and uh, also within uh, within these uh, kickoffs, I usually have like small uh, collaborations when they are supposed to build a castle or house with spaghetti or whatever, you know. Uh, someone needs to tell they have like um, something before their eyes and the other one needs to build a house with a spaghetti I don't know there are a lot of the things but I I make people work together and make them be personal and make them talk so and these sessions are not very long so they start you know <laughs> arguing or, or being angry with each other but it's just a a way of breaking ice and getting to know each other and creating some kind of bond and and usually they are very appreciated and um based on of course my budget within the project it gets uh, better or not so i mean not the best but sometimes one of my best kickoffs was uh, in hasseluden in nacka so 
we were able to, you know, take a swim and have a good bite, uh, eat something nice uh, to all together, the whole project. So it was really, really nice. So that's also a way to interact with people and create a team and create a culture. So just a contribution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, there are lots of things you can do, but yeah, I've also done the uh, tell each other something someone doesn't know about because that brings really it breaks the ice on a different level and and it makes people be you know sort of naked in a in a in, in a way that they yeah they do bond um in differently and 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 faster than just you know going out bowling or doing something that they rarely you know talk and make them you know um, get ideas and argue and all of these things because you will do that within projects and if, if you have complex projects then you will have a lot of arguments yeah and um, I, I yeah go on I won't yeah and I really like your examples of like team building exercises because I think it, I mean I think a lot of uh, in my experience a lot of the managers that I've had previously have underestimated uh, when you get new colleagues in uh, the onboarding um and the time it takes for people to get to know each other. So one way that we do here to kind of fast forward that is that we set off some hours, like two hours or four hours, when we get a new colleague in just to give, just to get all of these exercises, uh, like uh, fun exercises together, to have some fika or some lunch, uh, and uh, just to get you know, to know each other. And I also have a lot of team members that are not in Stockholm, where we are based, and they don't uh, have the possibility to come over very often. So we make sure to do this on teams, because I think it's an important signal that you send uh, even though maybe you can't make people get together like physically, but uh, for people to uh, take the time in the very busy days to be there to greet and to tell people about themselves and to get to know others, I think it's an important signal that you sent that I want to participate. I want to be a part of this. Um, so I think it's all about setting the right um the prerequisites for a team, giving them the time to do this, um, setting up the funding if needed. Uh, but yeah, I think it's important not to forget. Perfect. Thank you so much. And 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 I guess sort of that leads us on to like the the, the, the follow up as well is that obviously, Silver, you could maybe answer if you are successful with that. You know, in in what ways does that change the output of our projects? Um. Yes. Uh, then we can go super deep and say what is success. How did we succeed? How did we did we measure it somehow, or was it just a feeling? Uh, so you can you know go about that in many ways, but usually when you see your teammates um, a, getting along, and actually um, if there is a struggle, if they can go about that without you interfering, and actually you know deliver especially to a customer and then the customer will be happy and 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 say great job i really uh enjoyed it and you did excellent then it, that's sort of the the ultimate best result i guess um when you get <laughs> or not the best result when you make yourself obsolete but um i have actually succeeded doing my <laughs> um uh, Succeeding with projects is that, well, you know, you're not needed anymore. Every, it, it's just going on without your help. And I was like, yeah, all right. Uh, it got succeeded, but maybe 
<laughs> not at that level as I wanted. But yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want to share on how do you actually measure it, or was it usually just the feeling you get from your teammates or the department? Oh, no, I think it's very like um, uh, in in product teams, and I'm guessing in product teams as well. Important to set uh, what is the vision that you have, what what is what do you like actually want to achieve, what is the outcome and not the output, uh, and then finding ways on how do we measure this, and also um, setting what will lead to this and kind of balance, balancing it all. Because if you set uh, one target which you follow then it might lead to the opposite effect in some other aspect. So I think it's very important when you set a new team up, um, you have to also define what is success for us or else you won't know when to celebrate. Yeah. And and, and Melody, how, how would you how would you sort of track the success? Oh wow, it's really uh, different because uh, for me it has been like when I have when I receive a a, a um, a project from the beginning, you know, when I get get the assignment for a project from the beginning and it's not like leftovers for me, um, then it's a totally different story than than me getting in, like being the fourth or fifth project manager. So it's really different. But for me, it has been like my role model project. It has been, of course, to deliver all the, the project scope and... Uh, and uh, that's why I, I again love projects. It's like you have a beginning and an ending, and you you have like defined things within and between, and you have a kickoff, and you have you have a kick in, and you have a kickoff. And uh, the the kickoff, I I usually also um, uh, do something with a team to sort of finalize the project, but. When I when usually when I have the kickoff and I see the interaction between people and how well they enjoy to to be with each other, then it's also a a factor of you know success. But within projects, you have the scope that you you know you need to check it off, but also if you have a rest list. So if I I a lack of rest list, then I've done good. So. That's my measure. So, but uh, some other project, it's like you're just so happy. It's 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 finalized. You have delivered the scope, and and you've been able to. It's it's very different based on the prerequisites of the project when you get got in and how you managed to deliver. But um, I think that it's it's about the feeling you leave when you leave that you have together with your team is is success. I think you know when you have been successful with with delivering. Brilliant. Yeah. Is there is there anything anyone wants to add to that before we before we move on? Perfect. So I guess um this leads us on nicely to, you know, our our, our final uh question or our final topic of discussion um for this episode and and that comes to yourself, Alicia. Um I guess the question for yourself um revolves around um you know what the impact of uh hiring has on corporate culture <laughs> and, and 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 what no what the impact of corporate culture sorry can have on 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 diversity and inclusiveness so i guess in your why don't you share your your opinions on that 
Yeah, I think it's a very interesting topic and something that uh, we are working a lot on within my company at the moment. Um, uh, and it kind of ties into all of the, the things that we have spoken about previously. Uh, I think you, Silva, uh, mentioned that uh, you need a sense of... Uh, of um, um, you need to show uh, vulnerability. And you, Melody, said that you need to have trust. Uh, uh, well, uh, so it comes to thinking of how do you actually build this? I think um, it's important for the organization that you're working to also promote these behaviors for them to grow because you can hire as much as you want and as diverse as you want, but it will never work if you don't have the supporting culture behind it. So I think it's really crucial um, that you that you don't only have it as a subculture within your team, but uh, at large uh, throughout the organization. Absolutely, yeah, and and I guess sort of I guess the 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 company culture has a lot to do with um, like how you hire. Um, I guess Melody will come will come to yourself next. Um, what 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 do you uh, think on this topic? I totally agree with with you, Alicia. I... I think it's it's the framework of what you do is set on a, a complete level and uh, it's like having good parents or bad parents really. <laughs> uh, you, you get, uh, I mean, it's all about what what prerequisites you get if if uh, if you get um, like um, budget for for team building or for kickoffs and kickouts and and sometimes of course uh, you need to sort of um decrease that budget but but as long as you have some kind of understanding and and know how about the things that are needed to to create a culture then then you're uh, on the right path i think but it's it's all about prerequisites and uh, how you how you get to do that definitely and and, and sort of to, to come back to you again alicia um i mean obviously it, it you've talked about melody just mentioned there it's like having good parents or bad parents what what can be the effect obviously on like inclusiveness and diversity if mm. a corporate culture is good and equally as if it's bad mm. Yeah, I think um, uh, I, I use uh, leading as an example. Um, me as a manager, I know that if I want people to feel comfortable and, for example, try new things, then I must accept that they fail and uh, they should be able to, to see that it's also okay for me. Um, I can also talk about things that I, I'm not sure of, that I have failed in and so on. Um, and I think this really... Uh, builds on it. But I think it's also important uh, in that context that you, in, in order to create a, a positive culture, you need to know what that is. It needs to be defined somehow. What are the core values of our organization? Uh, and uh, to also work with your leaders um, uh, and coach them. And, uh, and what does this mean? And how, how do you help your team to reach that? Uh, and then, on the other hand, if you get ambassadors within your team, then that is great. Um, then it, it it gives like a positive snowballing effect, I guess. Brilliant, yeah. And 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 Silva, have you got any sort of opinion on 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 this this topic? Um, yes. Um, of course, I agree that it has to come 
from the top as well to get the support. Um, but uh, I have also seen that if it, it could be possible to have that within your department or within your team, and actually you could lead as an example and and make it um, what is what's that name in, in English? Smitta. Uh, to a uh, contage sort of to to uh, to other teams so that you become this this team where where people come to you for advice and and you show how you have succeeded in a different way or in a way that maybe people weren't thinking of uh, so that could also be possible but of course this is much harder if you don't have the support uh, from above you need that to make sure that the team will see it and 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 to actually go about it and and, and do more um and then you mentioned alicia um about no i forgot the the the, the topic after <laughs> afterwards i had another point i forgot to write it down but um yeah i guess it will come to me or not no no that's all right don't worry about it everybody gets Everybody gets like that sometimes. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, guys, uh, is is there any is there any other sort of obviously this this podcast has been uh, right up my street, obviously, um, and, and and I'm sure um, everybody else here at the team will love to, to to listen to this one because it's been really interesting to find out exactly sort of you know um, you guys' techniques when it comes to hiring. Uh, Melody, is it is it is there something you'd like to say? Sorry. I just want to say that I um I just want to add a bit a bit uh one little thing is that it's not only about having you know parents parents when one's parents needs to when they say things like uh they have like uh, slogans and we we need to act upon these slogans we need to treat people like this and it, it also really it's really important also to act upon it you know to really uh, just it has to to be shown and not to be only words so that the people really understand that it's it's a genuine thing and it's not just talk so it has to be really um genuine uh, and uh, function within companies in order for people to to accept it and and for for the culture to to flourish really I think that was the only thing I just wanted to to add that I think it's really important. Yeah, and I also liked um, I like what you both said, but I like what you said, Silva, about uh, you within like parts of the organization also leading by example. I think that's a very good example on how you can bring about change. Um, if you see that you need to shift shift in some way to achieve the success that you want, or just to make things more fun. Um, I think that that's great. Um, I have also seen some very good examples of. Uh, well working uh, product teams where their kind of subculture also uh, spread uh, because everyone saw they're having so much fun we want to do that what are they doing and they became cu curious mm -hmm. so um, yeah absolutely yeah I mean like I was saying previously uh, for anybody listening out there coming to sort of applying for jobs or whether you're a hiring manager listening in on how 
these lovely panel members uh, have their hiring process, especially when it comes to diversity and inclusiveness and, and, and what sort of their mindset is towards it. I guess this has been a, a fantastic episode for, for you guys um, to sort of understand different perspectives, different point of views, and, and to really understand, you know, what it is um, that, that hiring managers do look for. It's not all about um, these hard skills nowadays, uh, especially in, in the world of, of tech where predominantly it used to be if you are good at coding, you get the job, or if you are good at whatever it is, you get the job. Whereas now, a lot of these culture uh, companies are starting to take a cultural shift and starting to, to really look for employees that are not only good at the, the job at hand, but also are going to be good fit. They're going to diversify the workforce like we've been talking about, and they're also just going to make it a better sort of working environment for their surrounding peers. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been really fascinating not only for myself but hopefully for 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 you guys at home. I guess before we end the podcast, I'd like to say thank you so much to all of our guests for sharing their thoughts. Once again, we've got um, we've got Alicia, um, we've got Silver, we've got Melody. Uh, if you're a hiring manager out there and you're looking for new technical roles or you're somebody looking for a, a new role, feel free to get in touch with us here at Evolution. Equally, if you or anyone you know would like to be featured on a future podcast, you can drop me a message too. Uh, I'm Jacob Byerly and you can find me on LinkedIn or email me at jacob.byerly uh, at evolution-nordics.com. Thanks again to all of our guests and thank you for listening. We hope you can join us next time.